Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know, Master John, Lord Ballad, Johnny Hotcake. Yay, me! Nice. <laughs> nice. Got that vibrato in there. Me! <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, <laughs> we're here. I think it's actually vibrato. Vibrato, vibrato, whatever. It's not a music podcast. I don't know. We talk about BDSM here. We do. We do. We get spanking for saying it wrong. Mm-hmm. You won't get spanking. <laughs> Go give some spanking. Where's you your let partner? Me, you let me get it wrong. Now you won't get spanking. Exactly. No. I, if I spank her, I get spanked back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet you do. Well, we're going to talk about spankings today. We are. Yeah. You know, there's a spanking club specifically in New York that's specific about spankings. People have, you know, they have BDSM spanking parties. Yeah, we went somewhere. We went to um, an event locally. Mm -hmm. They were having a spanking contest. And we, we sat there and watched that. I mean, they seem to be having a good time. We did, you, you remember we watched that last summer. Yeah, last summer. Yeah. But it wasn't really spanking. It was more like beating their ass and seeing how much they could take. I was... I couldn't... That was that was, that was a lot. Spanking. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot. You know, I think it would really turn off people who really aren't in our lifestyle. Right. If that was the first thing you saw... Yeah. Yeah. It would probably scare a lot of people away. I mean, I saw an ass that was like ground meat. Yeah. I mean, that was gross. Yeah, it was all It's very unappealing. You know, it wasn't bloody yet. It was getting there. It was coming close. It was getting there. So. I mean, when you're hitting somebody with a frying pan, I mean, I don't know what the fuck you expect is going to happen. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I've got, but, I've got friends that like, they like spanking. They do. And those people clearly enjoyed it. Yeah. That was the point. Yeah. You know? You know, I've got a friend now that. That's her main kink. She wants to be punished. She wants spankings. She enjoys it. But she she wants the, the punishment, but she also wants the spanking for the erotic pleasure, too. They're, they're different. Yeah. They're different spankings. But it's, it's just like anything else. You can take an activity and it can be pleasurable, or you can take it to a higher extreme and it can be a punishment. It's not pleasurable anymore. Yeah. But it's still part of BDSM and they still use it. So... Well, we're going to talk about all that. We're going to talk about that because, you know, there's a lot of people that get into spanking and not just women. Yeah. We have specific men that love just to come to get spanked. Yeah. That's a huge thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're back with the Bad Girls Bible. Dun, dun, dun. Impact Play 101. What it is and how to try this BDSM activity. <laughs> Even if you love a good spanking, you might not have heard of Impact Play. Impact play is a common element of BDSM that can be a ton of fun and test your kinky limits. If you want to learn what impact play is, how to do it safely, or ways to spice it up, just listen to us. We will tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Mia, what is impact play? Impact play is any sort of play that involves hitting your partner. You're going to hit your partner? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we grew up being told not to hit women. You know, well, I'm not hitting a woman. I'm hitting a bad little boy. Wow. Well, and well. he's been giving me some fucking lip lately. You know and what? He's, he's going to get it. He's stressed. Yeah, he is. But get the fuck over it. You know? 
Right? So he's going to yes. be punished, but he's going to like it. He's going to be punished. Well, I told him he might not like it altogether. Right. But once he's done being punished... Oh, he'll fucking love it. He'll you'll, still be creaming in his panties. Yeah, you'll give him some more punishment than Little he will shit. like. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Spanking is a classic example that many people have tried, and the butt is a common target. You know, it's... It's, it's meaty. Safe, it's meaty. <laughs> it's safe. Yes. There's no um, internal organs. Yes. So, it's a, it's a good place to hit. And you know... It's a big target. It is a big target. Well, I mean... Well, you know. Well, if you have a petite person, it's still the biggest target on you the You and I are both with petite people. <laughs> right. But they only have still, so much ass. Right. But if you hit them in the back, you have to be careful of the kidneys. You have to be careful. Yes. Of, if you hit them on the ass, you're pretty yes. safe. You know, the best part that I love doing is hitting them right below the butt cheeks and that little crease of fat. Yeah. You know, just a little bit. And <laughs> use like a, not even so much as a flogger, but just a little crop. Yeah. That's always fun. Good spot is infected. right on the inside of their thigh with yeah, your hand. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Smack yes. it. Okay. Wow. Okay. But impact pet blah blah blah. But impact play goes well beyond spanking and plump cheeks. It does. You can use specialized tools or corrupt objects in your home. When used as a punishment, it covers the quote unquote discipline aspect of BDSM. Well, that can also include domestic discipline, too. Impact play can also scratch that itch if you and your partner are into BDSM. And, of course, sadism, masochism. Masochism. <laughs> masochism. <laughs> All right. All right. Before we go any further, we should talk about some safety first. Okay. I suppose. All right. BDSM always requires consent, and impact play is no different. Right, because if you're going to rip the old-style phone, you mm-hmm. know, before we had cell phones, we had the handheld phones. If you're yeah. going to rip one of the motherfuckers off the wall and slap them in the face with it, you need consent first. You <laughs> <laughs> need to say, okay, you can kill me, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Impact play can do actual harm, especially with specific tools or an inexperienced or careless partner. No BDSM activities without risk, so giving your consent recognizes that. So it is important to realize that you have some things that you need to learn, you need to practice, not on a person first, and get get used to what you're doing, and you know, it can be very dangerous. Absolutely. And you know, there's even with an experienced person, there's accidents happen. So just Always. be aware. So get, Always. So it's important to get consent and to realize the risk before you start. You can't just get upset because they didn't know what they're doing. You knew that going in. And yeah. you have to have those conversations. Consent can be as involved as a BDSM contract or it can simply ask your partner if they want to, want to spank you. You can also negotiate what you want to play with, where you're okay being hit and how long and hard you want to go. So, you know, I've had people, I have a fire whip, and I've had people who've wanted me to use the fire whip on them. And, you know, as of yet, I haven't done that because I want to make sure that I can do it safely, and I want to make sure that the partner that's asking for it realizes what this entails. Because if I hit you with the fire whip, if I actually make contact, it's going to hurt. And it's not the flames that are going to hurt, it's the tip of that whip. Yeah. It's going to hurt. Absolutely. It's going to leave a mark. It could tear the skin. Absolutely. So, 
it's not it, it goes both ways you have to when somebody asks you to do something you need to make sure that they understand what it is that they're asking you to do and to go slowly you know just because they've asked me the answer's not automatically no it's let's build up to that so spanking's a good place to start though Use a safe word. This is a discussion. This discussion is the perfect place to discuss your safe word. A word or phrase you can use if you need things to slow down, pause, or stop. We talk about this all the time. Green means everything's great. I'm liking what's happening. Keep going. You can maybe even go a little bit harder if, it, if you want. Yellow means, hey, that one got me. Maybe we need to slow down and talk about this a little bit. And red means we're done. We're, we're going to stop. We'll, Scene's done. It's we'll, ended. We'll try it. We'll try something else another time. But right now, yeah. I'm done. I'm not in the good headspace. That was too much. That's it. It's over. All right. Wristbands. If you're using a toy with a loop or wrist strap at the end of it to stop it slipping from your hand and flying across the room or hurting your partner, use it. So restraints. Work on your technique. Technique greatly changes your risk of unintended harm. Many of the toys listed below are harder to control than you may think. Changing the speed or angle ever so slightly can drastically alter where and how the toy lands. You must practice with any toy before trying them on a person. And that's true. Even when you, even when I pick up a new flogger, it's different, it's longer, shorter, it weighs different. I can't just pick up a flogger and pretend like I want to hit somebody with it. I have to get used to that flogger that's why I like having my floggers yeah. you know I have a few floggers that are that I'm used to and I like using and you you do the same thing you have some go-to's that you really like because you Absolutely. know how to control that flogger that's right and you know over several years of using it you know the angles to use the direction the speed it takes time it does yeah in fact, some people say that no one should use a toy on another person until they have felt it themselves. But this is a, that part's up to you to decide. But do practice with it. Pillows make a great practice target. You'll see marks where the blow landed. These toys just as easily leave marks on your partner. This lets you spread out your blows or alternate between butt cheeks. Remember that it hurts more to hit the skin that's already marked. So you may want to avoid overlapping hits with the more intense toys. This includes making grid patterns with canes. While you might, they might be appealing to look at, every, intersec ex every intersection essentially hurt twice. Yeah, you know, that's one thing I constantly see when newbies start playing. They keep hitting the same they, spot. same fucking spot. It's like, why are you doing that? You need to warm up the skin all over. Right. So that they have sensations all over and you're not, you know, hitting that same monotonous point. Right. And there's a reason. Yeah. We, we haven't really talked about this, but there's a reason they call it warming up. You're warming up their skin. You're getting the blood flowing. You're getting those chemicals, those brain chemicals. Yes. The endorphins. They block pain. You're getting those flowing. You're getting it ready. You don't just go in and hit them. Yeah. You warm them up. And you can tell. I've, I've done warm-ups before, and you can tell when their skin, because it's actually warm. You yeah. You touch their skin. It's warmer than it was when you started. Because yes. their body temperature is rising. You want a nice, tingly feeling sensations. Right. And they will be able to take the pain. Absolutely. But even experienced masochists, and I've played with a lot, and they want the pain, but I've made the mistake of going too fast. And... 
they would call Reddit and they would tell me, I'll talk about it later. You didn't warm me up. You didn't warm me up enough. Yeah. They will take the pain. They will take the whip. And they want it. Yeah. But you still have, even if they're experienced, you still have to warm them up. Absolutely. And that's not a step you can skip. Absolutely. All right. So? So, where do you aim? Hmm. Where to aim? Yeah, it's really a good thing that they're bringing this up. Yeah. It really this is. is. This is super important because it's yes. dangerous. It is. When it comes to impact play, you want to aim for that sweet spot. So where the butt is almost full round, around 75% of your hits should land there. You can hit right below the cheeks where the butt meets the leg around 15% of the time. And you can hit the upper part of the back of the thighs more gently, but less often than 10% of the time. Of course, this is a, just a suggestion. Ultimately, it's up to you and your partner to negotiate. Right, and they're talking about this specifically the butt. Yes. Yeah, so they're not talking about the back or anything. I'm flogging. We're talking about spanking. Yes, not yet anyway. Let's right. see where they say. Right, they've, they've got some more coming. So, other areas to strike. You don't have to stick to the butt if you don't want to. The inner thighs, the calves, the backs of the shoulders. Now, that's my favorite part. Yeah. The backs of the shoulders with a nice flogger. Mm -hmm. You go and it. you hit it. And it's almost methodical, right. and it's just, it's such a great sensation. And right sensation. down the middle of the back, right between the shoulders yes. is a good spot. Yes. And then it says upper arms can take some impact safely, although you may want to avoid hitting the more sensitive parts with extreme toys, such as canes. Yeah, and when you're using a flogger, you want to be careful when you get up high on yes. the shoulders, because if you miss... Now you hit them That's in the back it. of the head. Yeah. Or in the neck. And yeah. That or in the good. side of the face. And it yeah. wraps around and hits them inside the face. Definitely. That's yeah. no fun. No, it's not. So here's the do not hit areas. You absolutely want to avoid hitting the front of the neck, the back of the knees, elbows, armpits, wrists, the Achilles tendon. So basically anywhere there's a joint. Exactly. If you don't know your tools well, you can easily miss your mark, and this is what John was just talking about, which can be dangerous. For example, aiming too high can break the tailbone or hurt the kidneys. Aiming too far to the side can cause a flogger or whip to wrap around the butt, and we've seen this so many times. I've had that happen to me. Yes, and the thighs, and hit the stomach or genitals causing completely unwanted pain. Yeah, even if it just wraps around the side of your chest and yeah. hits you in the front. Because those it's more things, sensitive, they yes. They sting when that happens. Oh, you yeah. you get the tip of it, and it stings like a motherfucker. And we've seen wraparound marks, you know. Yeah. I haven't done that in years because, like you said, you know, you use your toys, you know what you're doing, but... Right. Sometimes we bring people in and they want to practice, they want to do things, and, you know, I'll yeah. stand in and I'll say, sure. Absolutely. This is what you do, and they don't listen. Yeah. And we have to stop. I said, okay, you don't want to listen. I'm getting down. I'm not doing this with you because that's you're it. not listening and you're hurting me. Yeah. And, I'm, and that's not okay. No, it is not. So positions for impact play. As you proceed with impact play, you want to find the space, positions, and possible furniture that allow you and your partner to be comfortable. These bondage positions will help you get some ideas going. One practical concern is having enough room to swing your arm while holding your tool of choice, your whip, your cane, paddle, etc. Now, you know, we don't recommend canes. I mean, that's something way down the line. And cane, somebody yeah, cane is not a beginner. It is not. That is for a true masochist. 
it's really not anything to play with. <laughs> it's not not saying we don't. Yeah, we don't, sure. <laughs> we don't suggest that for a beginner. Exactly. Or a whip. You may want to give whip your... Whip is dangerous. Oh, very much so. You may want to give your partner, uh, your receiving partner, something to lean on. Right. So, over the knee works well for erotic spankings. You know, just a nice hand spanking is hand always spanking, good. yeah. Or yes. Yes. It's just small floggers, but yeah, that's not really, really not feasible. Not no. Really. Paddles are best. Uh, you know, even like a simple leather paddle, like a lot of our favorite leather paddles, just something yeah. small and simple. You know, it's and great. the fantasy is if you're getting bent over your knee, it's probably a headmaster at school or a parent that would bend you over their knee. And they're not going to use a flogger. They're either going to no. use a paddle or their hand. So the fantasy would go along with the hand spanking. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you could even use a belt that you fold over. Yeah. But it needs to be a short belt. It needs to be a really short belt because you hit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so standing is great for, for nearly any type of impact play. You know, just leaning against a wall. You can tie your partner's hands above their head, over the door cuffs, and or St. Andrew's cross. Yeah, we like the cross. Now, you know what I always thought? You know, if you're at home and you have a chair, you can have them straddle the chair. Yep. You can cuff their hands in front of the chair, mm-hmm. you know, or down on the sides of the chair, depending on the chair. And then you can just do, you know, impact play on their back. Yeah. You know, nothing too low, if obviously. If the slats in the chair are wide enough, you can put their hands through the slats and then cuff them on that. Yeah. Then they can't get up. Exactly. They can't move their hands. Look at our thoughts. Look at that. Yeah. Strap those motherfuckers in. Exactly. Oh, now I've seen this. I saw this recently on a porn. So, <laughs> bending over a table. Yeah, he had her over the dining room table standing up. Yeah. And he had all access. Um, so, then there's uh, the counter or a bed or another piece of furniture. is a great option, too, especially if you need a little support for those longer sessions. Sex positions. Like the burning man position should give you some ideas for having your partner bent over. Okay, I need to see the burning man position. You do. Oh, well, it's just bent over a counter. Oh, well, that's easy. Yeah, just like we said. Oh, right on. Okay. Okay. I don't know why it's called the burning man I have no idea. Bend that bitch over. (laughs) So, all fours uh, works just as well for impact play as does sex from behind. So place pillows under your body to support you while your partner flogs you. Small furniture pieces such as ottomans or footstools can also work well. You know, Dahlia and I, we went and saw this really cool male gay couple. And oh, I remember. You remember that? Yeah, you were in the car waiting for us, John. <laughs> You're like, come with us just in case anything happens. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Going up that, that long driveway, yeah. that was some scary shit <laughs> in the middle of bumfuck. Um, but yeah, so they had him, we had him get over the ottoman. So he was basically kind of wrapped around this cube of an ottoman. And I mean, Dahlia and I, we did impact, we did CBT, you know, we used the strap on. God, it was fun. It was the best time. Um, So lying down may be the most comfortable for all of these positions. Lying face up gives access to the genitals and breasts while you can target your partner's ass when they're face down. So John, have you ever had anybody flog you on the chest? Yeah. Okay, how does that feel for a man? 
Um, it's not bad. I like it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think that'd be fun. And I definitely liked it. I like flogging breasts. I bet you do. No, I do. Fuck yeah. I've done that before. I like it. It depends on, if, like anything else, you have consent and they're enjoying it. If Absolutely. They, if they're not enjoying it, you know, it's hard to enjoy yourself. Somebody who's not enjoying what's happening. That's right. So, but I do like it. I've, I've bruised up some titties before. So it says incorporate bondage with a spreader bar under the bed restraints. I've had a set of those. Or your favorite cuffs. Yeah. Yeah. So That's there's a good. lot of options. All right. You know, every time we think of, I think of furniture like this, I always think about baby Zuri humping the couch. Just <laughs> saying. <laughs> Oh, baby Zuri. Love you, baby Zuri. Oh, I need more I need more videos of her humping the couch. I need to tell her. That was sexy as fuck. I need to tell her. After this so episode, fun. I'm gonna message her. Please. Tell her we need more videos. Yes. And then see what she sends us during the while we record the next episode. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, this is my favorite part they're getting ready to talk about. The flow of the scene. Mm, absolutely my favorite part. Once you're in position, you may be eager to get things going. However, you should pro- proceed with caution. You should start softer than soft and proceed slower than slow. Yeah. You need to warm up. That's right. Don't just hit them. Because while you can always increase the intensity or duration of your scene, you can't take back a blow that's too hard or one too many for your partner to handle. Yeah, that's no fun. Right. You can also warm your partner up with a few soft spanks or a light paddle before moving on to other tools or more intense spanking. When combined with the aftercare mentioned above, a warm-up can make your session much more enjoyable and limit any potential unwanted experiences. So that's like we said. Sometimes I've gone down there and people will grab the flogger and they'll hit me a couple times and they wrap around and I'm done. You're done. It just, done. It's a boner kill. You've seen it happen. That's right. And there's other times we'll go in and I'll let somebody flog me for an hour. Yeah. And it feels great. And I like it. And we could go more, but, you know, after an hour, your body's pretty much kind of reached its limit. Yeah. Even if you're mentally, you're okay, your body, it starts to give. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But with each session, you go a little bit harder. Very true. And, you know, I've, I've done that and I've enjoyed it. You can switch toys to increase intensity as you get into your scene. However, you want to ensure your partner can handle it, not make them pass out from pain or cut open their skin with the first harder blow. Correct. Yes. How long you go depends on how long you can tolerate swinging and hitting and how much your partner can take with the specific toy and how you use it. So that's really important. As the dominant partner or the person topping, they get tired too. So you want to, if you're using a flogger, you want to use a flogger that's not too heavy because you probably want to swing it too hard to get it there. Yeah. And you're going to get tired. Yeah. It's okay to use it for the first couple of minutes. Right. You know, just as a warm-up, a nice study. People like it, you know. Right. But after that, I'm like you because there's that one in the in the dungeon that we have, and it's heavy. I've got a heavy flogger. Yeah. But I'm a big guy. Yeah. I like the heavy flogger. To me, it's like a heavy bowling ball. I mean, it's at least seven pounds. But then when I'm done with home. that, I get my dragon tail, which is really light and really yeah. intense. Very much so. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Furthermore, switching between the cheeks gives your partner a break so that you can go back for more later. Ideally, your scene will end before receiving partner has to tap out. 
A good rule of thumb is to count the number of whacks as you're giving them and stop when you reach the agreed upon number, or the number you decide if you're giving out punishment. So if you're giving them spankings for punishment, absolutely, you're getting ten, you're getting ten licks. Yeah, that's your punishment. <clears throat> Remember that some tools are more intense than others, so your playtime can be shorter. You can end the scene by hitting more slowly and less forcefully, or simply stop. Play may stop suddenly if someone uses their safe word. Then you're going to proceed to aftercare. I'm going to do a John right now. Because you know, there's, there's times when we do the... Oh, you're going to do a pro tip? Yes! Yay. Yes! You know, and this is what I think about. I think about when we do a scene, especially with somebody who's a beginner, is that, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I'm not into pain. And it's like, you know, you're not into pain, but here's the thing. Let's start off really simple. We're going to get in there. We're going to go on the St. Andrew's Cross. And we're going to start with something very simple. And, you know, it's that boom, boom, boom. And it's, it's slowly building up. And, you know, I like to think of it as like a workout. So, you know, you're working up to that point. You're doing a warm-up before you're getting on the treadmill, before you're really going to start burning rubber, you know. And then when it's really intense, you just boom, 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 boom. And it's just relentless. And, you know, you're still switching up places. You can do like a figure eight with your with your flogger. And, um, and then you can go to a leather... I like the leather paddles or a leather belt. But, um, you know, then it's, you know, when they've reached that point, you know, I like to stop in between. I like to, you know, rub their shoulders or, you know, just kind of like slowly caress their skin. And, you know, it's, it's soothing. It's relaxing. It's supposed to be, you know, where they're getting in that mindset of, of how intense it can be, but yet it's supposed to be calming and soothing. And that's why you always choose a great music selection, you know, of something right. they like and they want. But then ultimately, you do slow down. You know, it's like, okay, this is like the warm down, calm yeah. down, you know. Bring them back. That's it. Okay, that's my, that's my two cents. <sighs> okay. <laughs> the John points right here. Yeah. So, aftercare, John? Aftercare. Super important. Like you said, you can slow down, you can stop, but it's always important to realize that their body has changed yes. during the session. So, you're going to... It's it's important to talk about aftercare before you do the scene. What kind of things do you need? Because we have friends that... We have, we have friends that have stuffed animals, and they need their stuffed animal, and they need to be left alone. We have friends that need to be put into a, into a cage and be left alone. Maybe you need some water and a blanket. Everybody's going to be a little bit different. You know, and aftercare isn't just for five or ten minutes. You know, aftercare can last two or three days, depending on the person. Absolutely. So, um, if you take your partner into subspace, we've talked about this before, it's important to check up on them the next day and the next day just to see how they're doing. Let them know that you care about them. Let them know that you still respect them after what we just did. Yeah. You know, especially if you're in a relationship with the person. Very much so. I want to make sure that they're okay. Because it's a journey you're going on. Right. You know, it is a process. But you, but some immediate things you want to do, you want to make sure that the skin wasn't broken, they don't need Band-Aids or anything. Um, if they're bruised, do, do they need ice packs? You know, just 
take care of their body and see what they need. Make sure that they sit down. They're probably going to be a little bit dizzy for a little bit. Sit down. Give them some water. Talk to them for a little bit. And then tell them to get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... Well, I don't know why they want to jump back into types of impact play. Yeah, it talks about different types of equipment. Yeah, so they go into spanking, which we've been talking about. Right. says spanking lets you feel your partner's flesh, which is great if you want to stop and grope. That's always a good thing, right? Right. Grab their ass. You remember when we were in the dungeon? Yeah. In that public dungeon? And there was these hot little mermaid lesbians. Oh, yeah. And everybody's like, oh, they said we can play impact with them. We we can play with them for a minute. And everybody's whipping out a toy and this and that. They're like, oh, Mia, what are you going to use? I'm like, I'm going to use my bare hand. I'm going to touch it. (laughs) And, you know, that's something I do because... You know, when you're doing bare hand spankings, I mean, you're getting the stinging in your hand, and I fucking love that sensation. But I will tell you, when I'm flogging some people, I will flog myself in the process at the same time with the backlash hit. Yeah. Because it's done it. It's fun. Yeah. I love it. Yep. And so the spanking, hitting, and kicking. So slapping in the face. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. I've seen people get kicked. Kick them in the nuts. They st- <laughs> That's what it says. Slap the breasts or kick them in the nuts. There you go. Uh, paddling. Oh, yeah. Uh, thuddy or stingy. So different floggers are going to give different sensations. Yes. If that real thick, heavy one is going to be real thuddy. Yes. If it's a smaller, if the falls are smaller, the falls are the the leather pieces that come out of it. They're thinner. It's going to be stingy. You have slappers. Slappers like, it's like a... Usually it's a leather. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually two pieces together, yeah. too. Well, similar to like if you folded a belt over. Mm-hmm. Um, floggers, we talked about that. Uh, what else we got here? Crops. Uh, caning. So canes would be like um, switches. Like when you're a kid, your parents make you get a switch. Uh, whipping. So... Honestly, whips come in a lot of different shapes and sizes. Floggers would be considered a whip. Um, Single-tail whip is what they're talking about here. would be like um, a vole whip would be like an Indiana Jones. Dragon tails would be a a different type of whip. Um, Flickers with small tassels on the end. Mm -hmm. It says be careful, though, because whips can easily break the skin. Even my, um, my dragon tail. It's a really soft suede, and it feels really good. But I can snap it really hard, and I can break the skin with it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and it says, BDS, impact play on a budget. You don't have to have all of these toys. You can use spatulas, spoons, fly swatters, your belt. You can use a ruler. You can use hairbrushes. There's all kinds of things. It even says it's a jump rope. <laughs> uh, right? A skillet. You can feed him in the back of the head with a frying pan. So, have fun. Don't really worry about what it looks like. Just worry about having fun with your partner. Exactly. And be safe. Be safe. Yeah. Because, you know, you once you once you do something too hard at the very beginning or you do something like John said, you know, wrap it around and, and fuck up. It's no fun. It's right. done. And if you don't kill the if you don't take it slow and enjoy what you're doing, your partner may not want to do it ever again. That's right. And I tell people that all the time. It's like, 
They're like, well, I don't want you to do this. I was like, listen, I want to play with you again. I want this to go well so that we can do it again. I don't want to scare you away, so don't worry. I want to take care of you. Just like anal sex. If you fuck up the first time, you're probably not going to want to do it ever again. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. So, So take it slow and enjoy it. So this has been good. It's been very good. Yeah, I like this one. So until next time, make all your, I'm going to beat the shit out of you fantasies. Come realities. (laughs) 